What's going on? Welcome to episode 92 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I'm your host, Sanchez Bailey, sports psychologist, and goodness me, it's the race to 100 episodes. It's crazy to think that that's been the case, really. But anyway, we're not there yet, so let's focus on the present. And I want to create a series of episodes now, actually. And I think that's, this was, it's very pertinent. I think it's very timely just from what's going on, from my experience, but then also publicly in, in the game of football as well. I want, I want to speak on the topic of anxiety. So today will be a bit more of a context episode for you to understand what anxiety is, you know, uh, especially in the context of, of the game. And, and I'm going to get straight into it. Anxiety is defined as a negative mood state of worry, apprehension, and they say uh, negative thoughts, right? Um, so the first thing I said was a negative mood state. First thing is negative, right? So it does mean it's not very empowering. And I want you to kind of notice the word being negative and not necessarily accurate, right? So it's a negative mood state. So. A lot of the thoughts that you do experience when you are suffering from anxiety, and the reason why I even want to uh, introduce this as a topic, because in in the most you know in recent years, a lot of the 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 topics or the needs that I have been encountering with athletes on one to one have been linked to anxiety, right? Whether it's directly or whether it's you know kind of clinical or anything of the sort. But my point being is that I do think it's something that can be addressed. And in the world that we're living in, I believe anxiety probably is a lot more prevalent than it ever has been. So going back to the definition now, it's negative. So it's not empowering. It doesn't necessarily say accurate. So it's a negative mood state. So I want you to just kind of have an idea. Sometimes these thoughts that we can get might not always be the most accurate. But even if they are accurate, it's not empowering, right? Um, and And I'll address that in a moment or throughout the series. I might make this a four-episode journey. And then um, of, you know, apprehension, which is worry, right? So you're concerned. And what's so, you know, uh, important for you to know about worrying is that worrying is never anything that's about the present. It's always about the future or about what could happen. Worry. You worry about something that is on the horizon, right? Um, Could you worry about something that was in the past? Potentially, you could do. But that would then go into overthinking. So you could be overthinking about what happened in the past and maybe projecting implications of what that could mean. Or let's just say you're on the run from the police. Maybe you might be a bit anxious um, because you created a crime and, and they're on your case and then obviously what can happen from there yes it is a present state that you're kind of anxious about but really and truly you're also anxious about what could happen to so i want you to just kind of have an idea about a lot of it being something that is to do with what can happen and what will happen and, and the future essentially so we're putting a lot of energy into something that would that hasn't happened or is not guaranteed to happen just yet Think about the first thing that I said, the negative mood state is about um, it not always being completely accurate. The second word was mood state. State 
Oh gosh. Um, let's just call it negative mood. Mood implies that there's a change though. So that's also another thing to consider. Mood implies that it may be different at some point. Right? Um, apprehension, again, is worrying about the future. You know? Um, maybe magnifying and, and um, over-examining one section of either your game or over-examining one uh, particular um, element and making that the forefront of your thinking. Yeah? Um, and what I w want you to kind of take from this episode, just as a bit of understanding, is that we often, when I say we, I just mean the community of um, anxiety, right? Anxiety is something that can occur in every single person, so it doesn't actually make anybody weak for experiencing it. I can have anxious moments, I'm sure, right? But it's, it's, it's how we respond to these anxious... Everyone can worry, everyone can overthink, everyone can be apprehensive about something, right? And it's how we respond to it. The perpetuation of these anxiety is what has led to maybe you wanting to listen to this episode. Maybe people having panic attacks, people having social anxiety, people having... Uh, intensified anxiety which then affects your body affects your muscles affects your mind affects your your mental your physical body as well so it's the perpetuation that i really want to make sure in this series that we can address because i'm never going to tell you how to stop uh, having anxious thoughts it's i'm going to allow you and coach you to to manage uh, the anxious thoughts and prevent the perpetuation which leads to the symptoms and everything that can come from there so there's also like you know two types of anxiety we have st a state anxiety and then we have trait anxiety state is situation based right i want to give you a quick example kevin de bruyne has been injured in the last two champions league finals i'm not gonna dare say that he's anxious but it could be Look how much pressure Manchester City has had of being a team that's failed to, to excel in the Champions League. Um, maybe he has been criticised for not being a big game player in certain moments. But two Champions League finals, he's come off with what I believe is non-contact injuries. That will be considered a state, potentially state anxiety, right? Where a situation creates an anxiety which then leads to a certain number of effects. Then you have trait anxiety, which is a bit more within your genetic makeup. I don't want to say genetic makeup, but your composition, um, your mental composition. You're an anxious person. If I take you as a passenger in my car, you're anxious in the car. If I take you to a uh, restaurant, you might be anxious around people. If I tell you that we have um, something like an event that will be coming up, you maybe get anxious about that. It's just that you're an anxious person in situations. And no matter whether it's trait or state, doesn't necessarily mean it's harder to handle or it's um, more severe or not. What it does mean is it may just be more frequently practiced if it's more trait-based. Um, and then obviously you have some effects, symptoms, so to speak. Cognitive will be um, overthinking, maybe doubt, fear, right? Um, Goodness me, uh, there's, some, there's another word I want to use, but I don't want to repeat any other ones that I have already. 
questioning yourself, right? Or questioning is another thing, right? Um, and then somatic is another form of symptoms, which is more physical. So, you know, there may have been some athletes that I have spoken to have had some physical complications, whether it's maybe muscle numbness, maybe muscle soreness, maybe um, increased exposure to injury, maybe um, difficulty breathing, maybe over sweating, um, maybe chest, like chest uh, pain. So there's a lot of ways where anxiety, all coming from our negative mood state, can create malfunctions in our mind or malfunctions physically. And, and it's a dangerous thing because maybe you can get away with a decent performance, but it might mean that you're more vulnerable to injury. It may just mean that you're more vulnerable to get tired and, and more fatigued. Um, it may just mean that you, you have a struggle with confidence a little bit and confidence wavers. It may just mean that like you are unable to form a continued momentum. It may just mean that in difficult moments, you're not able to excel. And this is the danger with anxiety because, you know, if you allow this, this parasite of, of, a, of a mental, the mental health parasite to, to live, it will eat away at the cells that are meant to be positive. And I don't like the word positive, but let's call it empowering. It will eat away against those empowering cells. And imagine you have no empowering cells in your mind, where your mind could take you. It could take you in a very deep cycle. And we've seen some of the most gifted footballers we've probably seen in the last decade who have fell victim to mental health challenges. And why we think, oh my goodness, you have the money, you have the opportunity, you have the team, you have the coach. And if you have no empowering parasites in your mind, you can allow anxiety to destroy your mind and your body. And I want you to, I just want to give this episode as a, as a warning, so to speak. So that you just understand the, 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 the danger of allowing negative thoughts and, and fear and apprehension and overthinking to override your ability to, to succeed. Um, and I want to leave this episode here as a, as a call out. The next three episodes, send this to every single person. To some degree, it could even be helpful for those that are not in sport. But the most important thing is for you to understand that you know, for you to have these negative thoughts, it's normal. We're, we're human beings. It's the perpetuation of these negative moods, states and thoughts that is the danger. And I can guide you to prevent that from overriding your ability to perform, overriding your ability to be consistent, overriding your ability to be confident, overriding your ability to, you know, um, to stay motivated overriding your ability to to see your self-worth right and and um the steps that we're going to introduce per episode is going to be ever so important and again i hope that you do pass this on to anybody that needs to hear this all right take care guys all the best